Hi, this is John Butter, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast. The FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500. This analysis is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight Report, which is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with a preview of the key metrics for the third quarter earnings season for the S&P 500, which is about four weeks away. Then we'll discuss our topic of the week, which is ratings on S&P 500 stocks by industry analysts. With the end of the third quarter approaching, where are analysts most optimistic and pessimistic in terms of their ratings on stocks in the S&P 500 heading into the fourth quarter? But first, let's look ahead to the third quarter earnings season for the S&P 500. Analysts and companies have been much more optimistic than normal in their estimate revisions and earnings outlooks for the third quarter to date. As a result, expected earnings for the S&P 500 for the third quarter are higher today compared to the start of the quarter. In fact, the index is now expected to report the third highest year-over-year growth in earnings since the third quarter of 2010. Analysts also expect earnings growth above 20% for the fourth quarter and above 40% for the full year. These above-average growth rates are due to a combination of higher earnings for 2021 and in comparison to weaker earnings in 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. In terms of estimate revisions, analysts have increased earnings estimates in aggregate for S&P 500 companies for the third quarter. We typically look at the change in the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index to measure EPS estimate revisions by analysts. The bottom-up EPS estimate for the third quarter has increased by 3% since June 30th. Now, this is unusual because in a typical quarter, the bottom-up EPS estimate usually decreases by 4-5% during the quarter. However, it should be noted that the third quarter bottom-up EPS estimate increased by 3.8% during the first two months of the third quarter, but has now declined by 0.8% during the month of September. In terms of guidance, more S&P 500 companies have issued positive EPS guidance for the third quarter than average. In determining whether guidance is positive or negative, we compare the projection of the company to the mean EPS estimate of the analysts at the time of the guidance. At this point in time, 102 companies in the index have issued earnings guidance for the third quarter. Of these companies, 55, or 54%, have issued positive EPS guidance. This percentage is well above the five-year average of 39%. Again, it should be noted that although the overall numbers are positive, 10 more companies have issued negative guidance and 12 fewer companies have issued positive guidance compared to the previous quarter. Because of the net upward revisions to earnings estimates and the overall positive guidance, the estimated year-over-year earnings growth rate for the third quarter is higher now relative to the start of the quarter. The S&P 500 is expected to report year-over-year earnings growth of 27.6% as of today, compared to the estimated year-over-year earnings growth rate of 24.2% back on June 30th. If 27.6% is the actual growth rate for the quarter, it will mark the third largest year-over-year growth in earnings reported by the index since the third quarter of 2010, trailing only the previous two quarters. These unusually high growth rates are due to a combination of higher earnings in 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. 10 of the 11 sectors are projected to report year-over-year earnings growth, led by the energy sector, in which a growth rate is not available due to the year-ago loss, the materials sector at 91%, 
the industrial sector at 65%, and the information technology sector at 28%. Looking ahead, analysts project earnings growth of more than 20% for the fourth quarter and earnings growth of more than 40% for the full year. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio is 20.8, which is above the 5-year average and above the 10-year average. And during the week, six S&P 500 companies are scheduled to report results for the third quarter. Now let's move on to our topic of the week, which is ratings on S&P 500 stocks by analysts. With the end of the third quarter approaching, where are analysts most optimistic and pessimistic in terms of their ratings on stocks in the S&P 500 heading into the fourth quarter? Well, overall, there are 10,537 ratings on stocks in the S&P 500. Of these ratings, 56.9% are buy ratings, 36.8% are hold ratings, and 6.2% are sell ratings. Over the past five years, the average month-end percentage of buy ratings is 52%, the average month-end percentage of hold ratings is 42%, and the average month-end percentage of sell ratings is 6%. So we're seeing more buy ratings, fewer hold ratings, and approximately the same number of sell ratings relative to the five-year average. At the sector level, the sectors with the highest percentages of buy ratings are the energy sector at 66%, the communication services sector at 63%, the information technology sector at 62%, and the healthcare sector also at 62%. On the other hand, the consumer staple sector has the lowest percentage of buy ratings at 42% and also has the highest percentage of hold ratings at 48% and the highest percentage of sell ratings at 10%. At the company level, these five companies are the top five companies in terms of the highest percentages of buy ratings. Alexandria Real Estate Equities, Assurant, Amazon.com, Alphabet, and Activision Blizzard. On the other hand, these five companies are the top five companies in terms of the highest percentage of sell ratings. Consolidated Edison, Lumen Technologies, Snap-on Corporation, Robert Half International, and American Airlines Group. It is interesting to note that even with a 32% price increase since the end of the third quarter of last year, analysts are more optimistic on S&P 500 stocks today compared to September 30th of 2020. On September 30th of 2020, 53.4% of ratings on S&P 500 stocks were buy ratings compared to 56.9% today. 10 sectors have a higher percentage of buy ratings now compared to September 30th of last year, led by the consumer discretionary sector, which has seen an increase to 58% from 52%, and the information technology sector, which has seen an increase to 62% from 57%. On the other hand, the consumer staple sector is the only sector with a lower percentage of buyer ratings now compared to September 30th of last year, with a decrease to 42% from 46%. However, there's been little change at the sector level in terms of ranking by buy ratings. The same four sectors, energy, healthcare, communication services, and information technology that had the highest percentages of buy ratings on September 30th of last year also have the highest percentages of buy ratings today. On the other hand, the same four sectors, consumer staples, financials, real estate, and utilities that had the lowest percentages of buy ratings on September 30th of last year also have the lowest percentages of buy ratings today. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out the full FactSet Earnings Insight Report, our FactSet Insight blog, 
and our Street Account podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the Facts at Earnings Insight podcast. Mm-hmm.